1: Hey, out there, podcast people. This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 7, uh, February 7th, 2007. And I'm James Kennison, and my brother's here.
2: Hey, David. <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking it's pretty weird. We got a seventh episode on the seventh day of the seventh year.
1: And I'm seven years old. Anyway, moment. this is nobody's listening, and um, this is where we tell you our funny life stories and hope you'll do the same. So we always start with a week- weekly weekly update.
2: update. Uh, I don't have really much of anything, like I never do. So, uh, um,
1: uh, you, you mean you didn't like talk to any pregnant women that weren't pregnant?
2: No, that Lucy had her baby today. <laughs> no actually, <way>.
1: yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> Lucy from the show last week. The Lucy that I know, not the other Lucy. <laughs> You don't know how many people have emailed or mocked I, you about checking the that forms, Lucy, and I'm like, Lucy thing. Lucy,
2: Lucy, let's
1: say her name's Lucy. Yeah. Now, anyway, We've been doing it around the house too. Yeah. She had her baby. What's the baby's baby. name?
2: Uh, it's weird. I can't pronounce it. Let's call her Lucy. Let's call her Lucy Junior. <laughs> Lucy Junior. But anyway, I, I had a uh, job interview today. Yeah. So how'd it go? Went really good. Went really good.
1: You feeling like uh, feeling good? Are you going to be mowing yards? Um. No. <laughs> I just wondered. Well, inside joke. Do you know there. what that means? <laughs> no, joking. <laughs> Apparently, I, earlier we were recording just to let you guys know, and I mentioned something about milkshakes and yards because I was quoting a song and I didn't know that it was bad. Yeah. Because I'm innocent. I'm an innocent boy. And I still don't know what it means. So I'm not going to reference any milkshakes <laughs> or milk products on the podcast. <laughs> And please don't educate me. Don't email me. Don't put it on the forums because I will delete it because David says it's not PG. Yeah, it's not. It's like PGR. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, wow. Anyway, my weekly update, I got a couple. Mm. Um, here's the first one, annoying, because I did an annoying one last week. I got to do annoying this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to Walmart to pick up some stuff. Okay. I needed some stuff this weekend, and I am very uh, sick and high on Nyquil, I'm I'm feeling like I want to die, but I can't. <laughs> Being hopped up on Dayquil, I'm sorry, Dayquil, not Nyquil. Dayquil doesn't really make you feel better. It just makes it impossible for you to stay, t- say feel like you're staying sick. Like you could just lay around. Yeah, just it shaking it around. makes you feel like an, a a reanimated corpse. Like a zombie. Like you can't die, so you might as well get up and walk around. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in this cloud of haze, and I get out and I go to Walmart. It's horrible weather here in the, in the Missouri area. Mm-hmm. Stalker-proof comment. Yeah. Um, and I get finally get there. It takes me 15 minutes longer than it should have. I get in the parking lot, halfway to the front, reach in my butt pocket. You don't have your wallet. No wallet. Yeah. I feel my iPod. I feel my keys. I check all the different areas. No wallet. I get back in the car. I drive all the way home. And I think the only reason why I put up with this and didn't freak out is because I'm in this vapor cloud of Dayquil.
2: You're in the purple haze. And so
1: I I go all the way home. I get up the steps. I'm looking around. I can't find my wallet anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I see my iPod on the counter. So I reach up to my pocket where the iPod was. It's my stinking wallet. wallet. Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: So I get back in the car. And I'm telling. Normally, I'd be biting holes in the furniture. <laughs> yeah. So I get back in the car though, and I just drive back, and I go and I make my purchases. So you know, if you're if you're out there and you can uh, spare a little prayer for my sanity, do that because dude, ain't much else I can stand this week other than that. <laughs> so that was that wasn't funny except to y'all who had to mock me yeah but if you've ever had anything like that post it on the forums and i'll mock you in return but the other thing is dave the big deal okay. matter of fact this is such a big deal that it almost made the weekly story yeah is that i tried a spinning class
2: do you want me to do a definition
1: yeah tell the folks what a spinning, okay, class, a spinning
2: is. class is when you get on a stationary bike in hell and from hell <laughs> and you spin like really hard and you stand up and spin that means you pedal you pedal you're pedaling standing up it's a fancy
1: word for torture you on a stationary bike yeah it's pretty bad it's very bad and so i got on this bike and i i was jen jen my wife was with me and she does this thing all the time she does all the time she's like oh this will be fun this will be great you know it's a 50 minute class no big deal i'm like okay 50 50 50 I minutes. thought it was fifteen. No, it was fifty. Oh God! She's like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. It'll be great for you. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, you used to ride bikes and stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh, ten years ago I did. Anyway, so I get on this thing and and she starts. The lady starts. She turns off the lights. Turns on the the tick 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 type music, and and she's like, pedal. So I start pedaling, and then she's like, pedal faster. Half turn. Turn it up. Turn up the resistance. Stand up. And I stand up and I'm pedaling. She's like, and I'm holding on for dear life because I can't even keep my balance. And she's like, fingers only. Only it's fingers. I'm like, ah. And then she's like, sit down. And so I sat down and she's like, stand up. We're jumping. And I'm like, jumping. It's on a bike. You know, stationary <laughs> or not, that's dangerous. And so um, anyway, the last thing Jenna told me before the class started was, please don't leave. You'll mm-hmm. embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I could leave. <laughs> like you walked into so a Marines thing. I, I left. I, s- I unhooked my feet from the from the from the torture chamber device, and I left in embarrassment. Luckily, there was a back door right next to me, and it opened onto it opened onto a a, a walking track. So I immediately have to shift into <laughs> fast walking mode. My legs felt like jelly, dude. I found out I only lasted five minutes. Damn. I didn't even make it through the warm up. <laughs> I- I don't work out, David. I sit and I play World of Warcraft. I, I sit and I work. I, I do get up occasionally, but when I go home, I'm not. I don't even walk on a treadmill. <laughs> I, all right, going from not working out to doing a spinning class is like not going from not being able to walk to walking <laughs> on the moon.
2: Well, the thing is, I get a call from. That's James. quite a
1: jump. I get. A I was call. mad and embarrassed, and I sat down and I called David.
2: <laughs> I get a call from James. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh man of the world. I'm like, Did you and Jenny get in a fight? He's like, No, I uh we're at the gym and uh and uh I was spinning. I'm like, You were spinning? I took a spinning class and I quit. <laughs> I walked out. I was like, James, that's like hell on wheels, literally. <laughs> I think we'll put you in your grave. He's like, yeah, I spun. It's spoke for five minutes.
1: Oh, dude. I was so angry. I just wanted to hate people. So I'm all <laughs> mad at Jen, you know, because I'm like, what were you thinking? Putting me through that. It's like David's saying, it's like you have to be a marathon runner to, run, to be able to <laughs> yeah. spin. So all you guys out there that are like me, you're not out of shape. You're just, you just don't care. <laughs> don't go straight to spinning. Work no. up to it for 30 Walk, years or so. jog,
2: run. Yeah. Ride a bike for 15 years.
1: Oh, my goodness. Go lift a car. That's easier. <laughs> Just go lift a bulldozer with your legs, and you know what? I did it for five minutes. I walked down the steps. I felt like I had noodles for legs, yep. and I felt like the upper upper part of my thighs were like giant. Like I was <laughs> going to hurt people if I walked around. I felt like I, I was walking like a fawn at the beginning of of uh, what's Narnia? that Narnia? I felt like him. Like my my cat, my thighs are all pointing at the sky, and it was terrible. It was it was horrible. Ugh. Mr. Tumness. That's what I felt like. <laughs> like Mr. Tumness. And and my and still hurting. Five minutes. Not even five minutes. During the warm-up, my wife does the whole thing twice a week. Yeah. She can kill me. people. She's mm-hmm. like Chun li off Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking. I always love the Aru. She, she, she kicks a lot because she doesn't have a lot of upper arm strength. <laughs> yeah. Sitting <laughs> to move. Good good job, RG Smith. Anyway so that's our weekly update. lasted longer than normal, but that's okay. Yep. People liked the one podcast that we didn't keep the timer running on, and that was yeah. episode three.
2: And we didn't do it now.
1: Well, anyway, we're going we're gonna, to... Speaking of episode three, you guys like stories about us scaring the mess out of people. I got a story about scaring kids to death. Yeah. So t- we're going to bring you our featured story. Yeah. The greatest story ever told. Today's featured story is brought to you by... Kellogg's. Oh, just got sued. No, it's brought to you by me, James. So, anyway, here's here's the deal. I'm a I'm a I'm a kids pastor, and that means I deal with children uh, first to fifth grade, and I love them to death. And we take them to camp every year. And I, as you can tell, I'm a storyteller. I like telling stories, and so I try to use my powers for good and not evil. <laughs> <laughs> but occasionally, it, it happens. I have to use it for evil. But anyway, we go to this camp. And all the boys in the dorm start asking, you know, why is the little place where the dorm is, why is it called Monkey Island? Because there's this little island. It's kind of like an island. They have to walk across the thing to get there. It's actually a peninsula, but mm-hmm. they don't know that. And it's surrounded by a moat, and they call it Monkey Island. And it, I don't know why it's called Monkey Island, but it got, my curi- it got my 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 storytelling juices, my creativity going. And I laid in that bed, and I spun a tale. Mm-hmm that was so scary and so horrible that I cannot tell you today what that story is. A little boy that wasn't in my church was in this room and he hyperventilated
2: Oh God! for
1: an over an hour. We thought we were going to have to take him to the emergency room. This was before I was a pastor. Now, mind you, I was still learning the ropes of dealing with nuggets <laughs> and I never, I repented of my ways. I never did it again. Okay. But the story mm-hmm. in a modified form has been uh, passed on by every camp that we've ever done and so that's the story I'm going to bring you today the the the, the the children's friendly version of the story which is still pretty good okay <coughs> anyway okay so here's the stage we every every year all the first years there's first years and second years cuz the second years and third years and fourth years all know about the story mm-hmm. but the first years don't and so the kids start talking about the monkey man. Okay. The monkey man. And they're like, "What about the monkey man?" And we all say, "Don't tell him. We're going to tell him tonight." So, okay, that evening, we get everybody on the floor, and we have a flat, we turn off the lights, we have a flashlight, and we do not present it like it's a scary story because every kid knows you tell scary stories at camp. They mm-hmm. don't care. They start to get defenses up. So, what we do is we find the whoever the name of the originator of the camp is, whoever the boss is, and we say, "Okay, like say, let's say sh- let's say Lucy." Shut up. <laughs> say we say Commander Lucy wanted everybody to hear this announcement. So I need you all to sit up straight. I need you to listen. I need you to pay attention. We're turning off the lights so you guys can focus on me. I'm gonna point this flash out at my face. I need I need you to listen. And so the kids get all serious, you know, and, oh, and they're already a little freaked out. And I start to tell them the story. I'm gonna tell you just like I tell them. All right, guys, listen up. Um uh Commander Lucy wanted me to bring an announcement to you guys, and uh, first thing off the bat, I don't want you to be scared. The things you're going to hear may frighten you, but they're not intended to be scary, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Um, some of you guys have asked why the, the island is called Monkey Island. Well, this is, this is the story that before the church brought this bought this property, it was actually a hospital. It was a certain kind of hospital. It was a hospital for people that were mentally ill. Some hospitals are for burn victims. Some are for people that are that are crippled or can't walk or need rehabilitation. This was for folks that were irreversibly brain damaged and could not function on their own. Mm-hmm. And so, all these people were left here. And but it wasn't really funded well, and they wanted to move to a better facility. So they they sold the property to the church. They. Um, I said they 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 built this dorm and they to move all of the patients into so that when they they could tear down the hospital mm. and build the chapel and build the tennis court, build the basketball and build the the lunchroom and they kept these kids here. They made a deal with the church that they would be able to keep these patients here until they found relocations for them. So that freaks them out right away cuz they're like they stayed in here, you know. <laughs> and so I said, "Yeah, so then um, once they had gotten everybody moved uh, moved off, they came into this area and they started converting this into dorms so you guys could stay in it. Mm-hmm. And when they came in, though, they found one room in the back that was tore up, that was like had newspapers strewn all over the place and dirty bottles. And it was just concrete floors. And, and there was a window broken and they could tell somebody had been living in this room. Yeah. And the thing is, dude, there is a room that fits that description in the back that it was unlocked. It was yeah. like behind the showers and all the boys had like peeked in, got freaked out and left sometime during the day. So I knew they knew this room was there and I didn't. But anyway, so I said, they, they wondered, you know, did somebody get left behind? One of the patients get left behind? And sure enough, uh, they waited and, and somebody came crawling through the window and it turned out that it was, it was, uh, it was Brandon, little Brandon. Brandon was 16 years old, and he his parents had died in a in a car crash when he was little, and they he was raised by nurses and doctors, and and uh, he didn't get great care, he didn't get bad care, but somebody put a. A, a monkey stuffed animal in his crib oh and he, his whole life he kind of fixated on this monkey that was the who he thought was caring for him and so he began to grow and and, and develop characteristics like a monkey and he would he would when he was happy and he mm-hmm. would try to tickle people and he and he talked like a monkey and acted like a monkey and 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 you know this was this young man he was 16 years old and he and you know when they came into the room he hid in the corner and he started screaming ah, ah! But eventually, an old man uh, that that he's still here today, he took this guy in and adopted him and and began to raise him as his own son and and gave him a job and and taught him how to to be a man and actually taught him how to speak English, taught him how to feed himself, taught him how to dress and all this stuff and actually worked with him and got him out of this mode. Mm -hmm. I said, boys and girls, the reason why I'm telling you all that story is because uh, Commander Lucy wanted me to let you know that he's still here today. He's forty-two years old. He's been working here for all these years. He cleans up the park after you guys go to bed, because he—he's—he's he's normal in almost every way, but he still walks kind of funny, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of hair. I said, so what they wanted to tell you is. Is don't go outside because he will freak you out. Not on purpose, he'll just scare you because you'll see this hairy dude, you know, kind of trolloping around the camp, uh, picking up garbage. I said, but if you do go out and you do see him, even late at night, maybe on your way back from dinner or something, uh, what you need to do is you do not need to scream. Do not scream and do not run. Mm hmm. Because what will happen is the minute you run, when you scream, he sees that as a hi, as a welcome from the monkey world. (laughs) And when you run, he thinks you want to play, and he will chase you and tackle you. It will not hurt you, but he will begin to tickle you and play with you. But you'll think he's attacking you, and you'll think he's trying to get you, and you will scream harder and harder and harder, and he'll continue to play rougher and rougher until somebody comes and breaks it up. So what I need you to do, guys and girls, is if you see him, I need you to stop no matter how scared you are, no matter how freaked out you might be, no matter how close he may be to you. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. You need to wave at him and say, hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. And use his real name so he will remember that he's a person. <laughs> I just spit on my brother oh, God. <laughs> with the person comment. He will remember that he's a person and he will wave back and then <laughs> he will keep going on his way. Matter of fact, if he forgets at any time, just do that. Call him by his real name. That is like his cue. He will shift back into human and he will go on about his business because he's been told not to mess with you guys. Mm -hmm. And then, then, okay, then I'm like, okay, guys, that's the announcement, okay? Remember, if you see him, wave, Brandon, whatever you do, no matter what, the one thing you can't do is do not scream. And I scream, you know, scream at the Mm -hmm. top of my lungs. The kids, a few of them, you know, and they start laughing and stuff. And that wasn't scary. That wasn't scary. I'm like, I know, guys, that was nothing. i tell you what. You know what? That wasn't even a true story. I I was just – I'm so stupid. I'm so embarrassed. And I do it corny on purpose because I don't want them to – I want to get a little scary out of them. But about the middle of that sentence, one of my sidekicks busts in with a monkey mask and starts going, And oh my gosh, they... They're up in bunk beds, falling out of the bunk beds, screaming, crying, just <laughs> falling and twisting and trying to get away. And I kid you not, about every time that we do this, when they come busting in, at least one kid who's the closest to him is scared to death, can't move, and he's waving at him, saying "Hi, Brandon, Hi Brandon," <laughs> 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 trying to turn the monkey man back into human. <laughs> well, see, the, the trick is, is you 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 build them up, and then you get the little scare yeah. and then they're all calm they think that was it that was nothing we were not scared and then boom hit them with a big double whammy and oh my gosh <laughs> they go nuts oh so if you, you guys out there use this use it with caution yeah use it with care you could kill small children notice that he secretly wasn't dangerous there was really no monster Uh there was no kind of evil and I've never gotten in trouble for telling that story <laughs> So anyway, it's a lot of fun And the in the second years. I mean, I, oh, that's the last thing I tell them, okay, first years. Now you know the secret. So next year, you're in the know mm-hmm. and and you'll have to help us out. Anyway, so that's our that's our feature story for today.
3: Yeah,
2: hope you liked it. David hated it. I loved it. I love sitting here drinking my cappuccino.
1: Anyway, all right, it's time for news, email, and voicemails. The only news we have is that we have a brand new segment coming up pretty darn soon called You Ain't Right, where you want to tell them about it, Dave?
2: Uh, Basically, it's a game uh, for y'all. Me and James will both tell a story. Yep. Very short, brief story, and y'all will
1: email in and tell us which one's lying. That's right. Now, what you need to do is email that. We'll, we'll go through that later, but you'll email to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. And somewhere in the subject line, you need to write, You ain't right. Yeah. Okay. Ain't is spelled A I N apostrophe T. So just in case. All right. We got some emails today, Dave. Yeah. We're going to have to breeze through them. Ooh, um, We got, long. yeah, they are kind of long. Um, I'll read the one from Leah. Okay. Um, Leah says, I happened upon your podcast a couple of days ago, and I've since listened to all your episodes, and we highly suggest that, don't we, Dave? Yeah, but then
2: you won't know some of the... Yeah, you'll know... What,
1: what are those it, things called? If you don't listen, you won't know all the inside jokes. <coughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she says, yesterday at work, she nearly shot soda out of her nose while listening on her iPod, <laughs> and that was cool. Have you
2: had that happen before?
1: So uh, she says... Um, Oh, in response to me kicking a one-legged man, she has a, uh, a story. Basically, a friend of hers, they were going to a bar, mm-hmm. and they decided that she was going to be the high-five girl. And so she had to go around to all these random people and give them high-fives. Yeah. And of course, when people do that, when they get when you get in silly mode, when you get in stupid mode, you just stick to it, and you're like, I don't care what people think. I'm going to do it. And so she was going around to everybody, give me a high five, give me a high five. And there was this one last group of guys in the back that she hadn't gone to, and they they dared her. She went over there, and she's like, give me a high five, everybody. And everybody gave her a high five. to so this one dude, uh-huh. and he stuck his beer in under his arm. And then gave her a high five, and then she realized the reason why she – right as he was lifting arm, the reason why he was doing that is because he didn't have but one arm. And she was trying to get him to give a high five with Shut the up. other arm. And so she felt stupid, but he was really cool about it, just like uh, Dennis was when I kicked him in his bad yeah. leg – or in the good leg, actually. Anyway uh, – so yeah, she she felt really stupid, but she couldn't pull her hand down. She couldn't say anything. She couldn't say I'm sorry or anything like that. But um it, it, the cool thing is Leah says she she tells uh she tells her friend that, that he was really cool about it just to make her feel good. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, funny. and I and I believe she said that she wanted to refer to her friend as Lucy. So to no, she protect her identity. Oh
2: my gosh. <laughs> Leah, love you out there. I don't know where you're from. Yeah, you're she from. says,
1: this is the funny part, at least to me. So, my friend, let's call her Lucy. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. I'm glad y'all make fun of me, people.
1: So, she says, love the show. Keep on making me almost shoot beverages out of my nose in a professional work setting. Thank you. Sincerely, Leah. <laughs> All right, Dave, you got one. Okay, hi. Good, good luck on that name. Uh, I'm going to say that's Noeli. Na- Noeli. 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 Where are they, f- where
2: are they from?
1: Uh, the land of Noeli.
2: I've been there. Okay, hi, I'm a weekly Murloc listener, and uh recently downloaded your podcast. It is so funny. I guess it isn't really a story, but yesterday, me and my mom and brother were heading to the movies, and I was listening to your podcast. I can't remember what episode. I think it was like two or three, and I just bust out laughing. My brother yelled at me, what the heck's wrong with you? You on drugs? Maybe <laughs> I'll call in sometime. Noelle. No Noelle, noelle. Noelle. Hey, dude, if you... I don't know. I don't want to ruin somebody's name, but
1: tell this is a girl. I think. Yeah. But anyway, what the heck's wrong with you? You want drugs? I'd say that to David all the time.
2: Yeah. One time I told him I was. Yeah, I had to go to the hospital after that.
1: Anyway, Paul, uh, Paul from Phoenix. Actually, I don't know if he's in Phoenix right now or not. But anyway, he is. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He emailed a pretty good story in. He says, I've got a story that happened last Saturday night. I'm standing outside Alberto's in downtown Salt Lake City. I think he's in Utah. Yeah. And he was minding his own business, and a homeless guy makes his way toward And the homeless guy says, excuse me, I don't mean to be a bother, but could you spare some change so I could have something to eat? And uh, he says, uh, as you can see, and he showed Pauly, uh this sack of groceries with a few canned goods and rice. He says, I'm going to buy food. I'm not going to spend it on drugs and alcohol. Because mm-hmm. that's the big fear with homeless guys. You give them money, they'll go spend it on on, on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he says, I really did want to help the guy because he seemed legit, but I didn't have any change. So I told him, look, bro, I'd really like to help you, but I don't have any change. To which he replied, how about a few bucks then? Well, at this point, I... <laughs> I planned on explaining to the guy that cash that the cash I have is set aside for a purpose that and I'd gladly take him inside to buy a burrito. So I tell him, Sorry man, all I got is a few twenties that I have to give in the offering at church tonight. And without missing a beat, and before he could offer to buy a burrito, the Joker pulls out a wad of cash the size of Andre the Giant's fist oh my God. and says very casually, I got change if you need it. Seriously. He says, this guy should have been buying me a burrito. Needless to say, I just looked at him, tried to not laugh in his face, and told him, sorry, bud, maybe next time. So homeless Joe asked if he could bum a smoke, and he went on his way. <laughs> Dude, one time I was trying to tell uh, – we I don't know. I work in the inner city, and we drive up and down these streets a lot, and there's homeless folks and stuff like that trying to bum money. And uh, I was telling a couple of guys in my car, you know, don't give them money because they, they'll they spend it on beer. These mm-hmm. guys around here spend on beer. And that's not a political statement. It's just the way it is around here. And uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, people say that, but, you know, that's mean. Well, anyway, dude, no kidding. An hour and a half later, I'm driving them home down the same road, and this dude gets off the bus, off the metro, and he's got a, a 12-pack of beer, and that's it. I mean, a big old Mm -hmm. cube of beer. And they're like, no way! You were right! Oh, my gosh! So, yeah, buy them food. That's what they need. If that's what they say on the sign, you know. But anyway, uh, that was our emails. we
2: have voicemails now?
1: We have a voicemail that I'm going to play right now. It's actually a voice song, and it's kind of long. I was thinking about saving it for the end, but let's do it now. This is amazing, dude.
3: (laughs) Hi, um, nobody's listening, podcast, this is you. Um, I just wanted to leave a message for you guys, that I wanted to tell a story at the same time, and I thought that we would, um, it's my sister and I, and to keep our anonymity, we'd like to be called the Lucy sisters. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> anyway, um... We really thought that we would uh, make our story a little more interesting by putting it into the form of a song, and we're not as good as you guys, because we kind of had to steal someone else's song and use it as part of our song, so um, basically, um, we're going to tell a story about when we were kids. (laughs) Um, Once again, we're the Lucy sisters. (laughs) Okay, um, so here we go. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wanted to go to the movies. I wanted to go to the movies with my friends. But I had no money. Yes, it's true, I had no Benjamins, So I went up the stairs. Up the stairs to see what I could find, and I found my sister's piggy bank all in a line. I don't know what that means in a line, but I found the piggy bank that's basically what it is. She stole all my money, yeah, she stole all of my money and broke my heart. <laughs> she stole all my money, now I ain't got no money and no heart. True. I didn't think it was a big deal, I didn't think it was a big deal at all, but she was really angry, she was really angry about that thing cause I stole all her money, but they stole all my money, I stole my heart, I stole all her money. kind of angry She brings it up now and throws it in my face Yes, still kind of angry She brings it up and spent all the holidays I stole all my money She stole all my money and broke my heart Yes, I stole all her money
2: <laughs> that's great that's great oh
1: my gosh oh that is amazing the lucy sisters ladies and gentlemen now you see why i didn't wait yeah because that was thinking awesome that was good oh dude thank you you guys honor us with your with your tribute song <sighs> you know that's the that's the power of music david you I'm can blessed. take it absolutely Normal story uh-huh. about a girl stealing her sister's money and make it the most hilarious thing in the you world. Can
2: that's what we do every day
1: here. <laughs> that's, that's, we we're not really that funny. We just know how to spin it. Yeah. It's like the prestige. It's a great trick. It is the the transferring man, but he didn't know how to present it.
2: The transfer
1: was it? Trans,
2: trans, transfer Transferred transferred man something like that. Yeah, weird in, movie. Manford band. You loved it. I was like, hey. I liked it.
1: Anywho, all right, you ain't right. Let's,
2: you ain't right.
1: Okay. <clears throat> David is going to tell a story, and then I'm going to tell a story. Yeah. And you have to call in, or write in, rather. Yeah. Email nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Put you ain't right in the subject line and tell us who's lying and who's who ain't who's telling the truth and who ain't right. Okay. And what we will do, there's no prize per se, but we will, um, if you'll include your name or username, we will mention you on the next podcast if you were correct. Okay. Okay, let's do it.
2: James, I need some bass. I need some bass. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, here is my story. I died. Mm-hmm. Sure, you did. Tell them the story. I did. Um, Let's see. Let's see what happened. When I was young, mm-hmm. I was sick. Yeah. I guess I had a fever, I think. I'm trying to make it up as I go along. <laughs> and uh just tell the story okay yeah i had a fever and i got really sick and mom tried to cool me down and put me in the tub because i was a baby like months Mm -hmm. i have no idea i can't remember and uh i started convulsing and i died for like five minutes Mm -hmm. and i came back i saw a really bright light (laughs) it was like you know like a deer in headlights (laughs) but i didn't get hit by a car Uh huh.
1: all right james what's your story okay I worked at Wendy's when right after graduate high school I hit a bad patch and I had gotten fired from a from a job where I was detailing cars because I got hit by one of them not one of them but a car and they didn't want to risk me on the insurance so I had to go work at Wendy's and it was a low point in my life and I was the chef so I wasn't that the chef bad. at
2: Wendy's the chef
1: was the grill I worked the grill okay. anyway so uh, <laughs> one night I don't know why I'm laughing this is horrible. <laughs> I guess it's because I'm not supposed to laugh at something so terrible. I know. All right, at Wendy's, you you work the grill, and there's somebody that preps the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, ham, ha, hot dogs, I mean Man, hamburgers, all and all stuff. that. The, the, they they fix it live. That's why I love Wendy's. It's all right there. Well, anyway, dude, she grabs her left arm and keels over and hits the floor just like that. Mm-hmm. Lettuce and tomatoes everywhere. I go over and I pick her up. Um, Boy Scouts told me I wasn't supposed to move anybody, but dude, she was she was just not moving. She wasn't anything. Anyway, she just looks at me at me, she focuses in my eyes, and she died. Right there in my arms. So that I mean, there's not much else to tell. You're pretty the- much puts a damper on the show, James. <laughs> I know. That's why I was laughing. I was like, why the heck did I pick this story to tell first? But that, these, this is an outlet for those kind of stories, the, fun, the stories that aren't funny mm-hmm. but still happened. And yeah. so anyway, you know, the ambulance and blah, blah, blah came, but they carried her out. And the deal is they didn't put the sheet over her face because they had to take her out to the front. And they didn't want everybody to think she died. So it was just really trippy. So everybody in the restaurant saw a dead lady. All right, anyway, that's called You Ain't Right. Now you have to figure out which one of us was telling the truth and which one of us wasn't right. All right, it's time for the recap song. What
2: do you want to go with, James, today?
1: Anything, dude. I am ready to get this over with. It is 11 o'clock almost. Shut your mouth. Yeah, we started late tonight. One, two, three, four. It's Nobody's Listening Podcast. We're so glad you're here, sorry the show got over so fast I know you'd like to hear us a lot longer Especially in the recap songer It's so darn somber With the ending we did about the lady dying and David dying as a kid It's so serious so darn mysterious we'll try to keep it funny before we go anyway the monkey man attacked my kids today he's not scary so why is all the kids pooping on themselves on the floor hugging each other like they never did before How come nobody wants to come to camp no more? I don't understand it, I guess. I have to keep that man from busting through the door. Yeah, keep it cool. Don't scare those little guys. And give them nightmares. So they be themselves Oh my lord Forgive me What have I done Hey son This is the lord Why you using your powers Like I never told you before Notice how I have a draw I'm a good old boy And I want you to use what I gave ya Use it properly Don't scare my little guys I don't want them up here sooner than they're supposed to be Anyway I went to Walmart twice Twice shy, babe (laughs) With my wallet I just wanted to take it for a ride I went to a spinning class the only thing i can say is it kicked my butt oh <laughs> baby that lady grew horns as soon as she started spinning that bike you know i should have started with a little trike when i should have started with a stationary bike and maybe had some assistance and maybe had a little help from a robot that can push the pedals for me i embarrassed my wife <laughs> the one i've had for most of my adult life i didn't mean to baby if you're listening i'm sorry please forgive me the couch is hurting my back i'd like to come back inside cuz my legs hurt <laughs> It's a terrible thing to be so out of shape Yeah, yeah It hurts me, baby, to tell you About a monkey man named Brandon He was raised by some handlers His name was not Adam Sandler He wasn't real, but you thought he was Ain't nothing funny about this recap song today (laughs) It's just so late Ain't nothing rhyming Ain't got no time to redo it Anyway Thank you folks out there for putting up with this horrible recap song Just nothing was coming to me today You know, you can't force creativity You can't force genius It just comes when it comes And it goes away when it goes away Anyway, we'd like to thank the Weekly Murloc out there, uh, twmcast.com, for uh, just giving us a shout-out and helping us out to get some listeners. Uh, We love our new WoW play-in listeners. And uh, if you guys are ever on the Zildjian server, uh, hook up my character. I'm a 60 Rogue Buzz Lightyear fan. That's spelled B-Z-L-T-Y-R-F-N, and I am often accused of being a Chinese gold farmer. (laughs) It's true. But I am not. I'm not. I have never bought gold. I've earned my own. And I hardly ever spend it. So I got a lot. But don't ask me for any. So that was the Zildjian server. But I play on Sinjin a lot on the Alliance side. Got a character named Winterloos. And I am in Michael Murlock's and Jonathan Murlock's guild now. So I'm cool. So anyway, time to go check us out tell a friend about nlcast.com email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com check us out on the on the nobody's calling line
2: 206-600-5704 and uh check out
1: our forums man people are really lighting up those forums it's been a lot of fun everybody's being really cool so uh put your stories up there and all that good stuff bye bye man i feel like we cheated the people on the to keep harping on that topic but spinning is for people that don't shop at hot topic
2: it's for for people that run marathons
0: did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy